This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. She is here, Siempre. She will not be quieted and disappear. She keeps showing her face in the mirror and your friends embrace. She breaks through cement just as the ocean has taken over Venice. The truth returns again and again, no matter how much we want to control. She has her own way. Gentle as a dove, she caresses you and with a feather-like kiss, dissolves your sturdy walls of defense into a flood of tears. You hear her deafening, fierce lioness roar into the world that raped her. This shall not pass. Veiled, she walks the streets and wakens people from slumber. She uplifts the fallen ones, embraces the lost and outcast. And she rises up for you, our earth and all that is sacred, igniting us to show up for the great turning. For through her power, we can turn even the most horrific situations around and help in these times when our survival is hanging by a mere thread. You may have seen and heard her more frequently of late on the streets or felt her rumbling in your own belly and heart. The yearning for her is answered as we allow the dams and shackles to break, to weep all our tears and laugh all of our laughter. Just like the women experienced whom I have guided to the holy cave, on their knees they surrendered to her to embrace what's lost, to let this pure life power surge through the womb and ignite them. They were taken home into love, to embody and live it. She beckons that we recognize this truth. She is made manifest through our bodies in luminous faces, the trees, rivers, and she has incarnated as your voice, hands, and feet. As you stroke your cat, dog, another body, you are touching her. Let her take the lead in your life. She will take you and raise you into who you really are. She will give you the courage to stand up and act in benefit to all in your labor of love. She is here. Honor her, and if she calls, follow her. She will show you a greater love than you may have ever known before, writes Dr. Nicola. Valeria Tellis interviews Dr. Nicola Amadora. She is a spiritual teacher, psychologist, writer, and speaker. For three decades, Dr. Nicola has been guiding women home and has worked with thousands of people around the world. She teaches spiritual retreats, professional trainings, online courses, and offers sessions. Nicola is passionate about the deep feminine and embodied way, which is waking us alive, helping to turn lives and our world around. Meet Dr. Nicola at nicolaamadora.com. Here's the interview with Dr. Nicola Amadora.
In your own words, who is Nicola Amadora? I am a spiritual teacher. I'm a psychologist, Hakumi therapist, and I teach retreats and trainings worldwide since 30 years. And in particular, I focus these days on the deep feminine way and to bring that fire and juiciness into the world. I wanted to ask you this question. I think probably did before, but today just came to me. Do you integrate spirituality to psychology? Yes, that's a big part of what I do in everything. I weave depth psychology and spirituality together and focus this mainly on spiritual embodiment. In spiritual embodiment. I have seen an article on your website on that. And since you mentioned, what does it look like to be spiritually embodied? Well, it's easy to realize your nature or to get glimpses of your nature. And a whole other shoe is to really live it in your day-to-day life, in your relationships, in the way you relate to all of life. And that's also where it means like coming down from the head into your feet. And... How would you describe that, Nicole, in a sense of day-to-day living? Is that something that looks like being calm and peaceful all the time? No, or? Okay. no. I think that's <laughs> not yeah. like that anyway. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> it, it means, actually, you know, to live this love that renders everything sacred. So the way you touch your child, the way you cut the carrots, the way you relate to all of life in your everyday meaning to be awake and conscious and that means sometimes there is a fire you are you are alive you are fully alive not just being playing a mask of yourself and this immersion from the heart and the belly that comes when you touch things that you really render everything, not just sacred, but all living beings have worth. And so it is the way of love, but it is actually very juicy, very embodied. And it's also leading you to speak your true voice instead of playing something that you're not. Yes, a thousand times to that. And I know we'll be talking a lot more about the feminine way of awakening. Would that be related, this idea of embracing life? Absolutely. That is that is actually the feminine way. It go, goes down from the transcendent way that we have learned in many in many religions and spiritual traditions. It's all it's very much re- also the new age, geared towards transcendence, leaving the body, being in your head, but and disregarding your not just your body, but your feelings and your humanity. And this has to this has to stop because this is why we have created such an enormous tragedy that we are encountering right now on this planet. So true. Would you say that that way of meeting spirituality is the um, patriarchal, the masculine way 
Yes, yes, thank you. We're just already diving into this exactly. And this is the this is the patriarchy and that lives also in women. And this is how women have been suppressed and oppressed, but also how women do it themselves. Because the true power that like when you see the ocean, what moves the ocean wave, this is within us. And most women are actually terrified of this power that creates life, that gives life. This is like, you know, what turns water into wine. It is that sheer aliveness that where the spirit is in, is imminent in every tree, in every animal. It's right there in your fingers you touch your hands it's pulsating in your heart it has the spirit has incarnated and that is the feminine way where we come back to that and then not not only realize it and engage with it but actually start living from the source yes that's a beautiful vision and i wonder if this happened in history. Do you have any knowledge of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we have to go back thousands of years, but let's say the main, this, this is, this is like, because there's many, there's old, old traditions that are buried that have been more practicing the feminine way. But when you look in history, like for example, 2000 years, 2020 years was Christianity, I would say for us Westerners, that's where for us the split occurred. And were, but it is already, it's already like earlier imprinted where the masculine going out of balance started to turn on the feminine because the, why did the masculine turn on the feminine? It's because she, when she's connected, she has the power to create worlds. She has the power to flood the ocean into onto land. Yeah. And so there is an inherent fear that the feminine will take over because it's the mother that births all. And yet you know, when you look into the, even in the Bible, it's like the old story of Eve, or which you could relate to evil, was the one who tempted poor Adam right. to eat, to right. eat the, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the apple of, what is the uh. apple? It's the representative of the feminine to eat the apple. And therefore, and the snake was is the transformational power. Well, that was the very bad one. Why do you think so many people, women even, are afraid of snakes? And it's the core original power of life. And it's enormous. And, I mean, that's why we can birth babies, yeah. So I love the way you say that the picture, it's really beautiful, that the feminine gives birth creation to everything and also nurtures everything. So yes. that's what came to me, not just giving creation, but also holding everything. Up. Yes, she, 
is nurturing everything. Thank you. Tending. Talk to me, Nicole, about the inspiration to have these insights and realizations. I know you sent me a beautiful piece that's titled An Ode to Women, the Feminine Way of Awakening. And you tell the story there. So can you give us a glimpse in a spoken way of how you came to this deep understanding and realization? Uh, I love your question. And this is, I had been on the spiritual path for over 25 years already and trained with Tibetans and the Hindus and the Buddhists and all that. But I always felt something is missing and was also like a sense of like my humanity, my vulnerability was not really included. And and I was I, I started to actually suffer. I I could feel that I was more disconnected like from my belly and I and my feet and my you know my whole humanity. And then I kept asking, show me there is another way. And that's when I was led to this incredible cave in France. I mean, I had met before great um, women spiritual teachers, but they were hidden, you know, in the Himalayas and, and they were living it in the jungle. But it was like, I felt like I needed something that was like really steeps me right into it. And it was when I came to the Mary Magdalena cave, it was there where in the deepest dark, I, I remember this, this incredible moment where I sat there and I could feel she'd asked me, leave everything you have learned behind, leave it behind and come naked into the cave and I'll show you my way. And in that moment, I sat in the dark just with a little candle in this wet cave. I was thrown, literally pushed into descent, down into the ground, into the earth, and deeper than that. And she said, it is all the other way around. Descend and you will, I'll set you free. And it was this descent whole and then of course all the teachings came through and everything I mean it was like 20 years ago or something and in that moment from that moment it was as if somebody had just turned my head upside down and put my head into the ground instead of up to ascend I went down and it was darkness and yet in the darkness in that shining deep um, luscious, rich darkness, the soil, the depths. That's where I found her. And that's where I could feel the Shakti rising within me. And it wasn't like some meditation I had to do or Kundalini. It was just like she rose. And it was like the snake coming through my body. And in that moment, it was like the whole a whole of life opened up to me and then I could feel not just know, but actually sense it in every cell of my being that I'm one with all beings. And therefore it was like that power was so strong. It just, I just had to surrender into it. 
-hmm. And then it took me. So that's in short language. You have written this beautiful piece that I would love to post that on the website too. And I probably will. I'll ask your permission you. <laughs> later. <laughs> that's really beautiful. And as you speak, something happens. Like I feel I breathe deeper and uh, some emotions kind of arise with no thoughts. But then it's almost like I want to cry. That's interesting, the way you evoke that energy. It's mm. the way you speak oh. and your voice. It's there. It's here. Yes. And it's beautiful that you can feel it. Yeah. This transmission, this is this is the embodiment. And then there is a transmission and you can feel it already as the tears start rising. Something is touched. With that in mind, how do you teach others to experience this without that transcendent experience, the mystical experience you had? Do you kind of guide them into the experience or they are able to transform and feel this in a, the way I'm feeling now, but not, it's not as powerful as you experienced it? Yeah, as you're getting the taste already. So I teach a lot through the transmission that I emanate, but also I teach very clear practices, like Practices that lead you more into your body, that lead you more into the sense of like that your emotions are welcomed and waves that can move through you and that can actually, as you get more at ease, they, the whole your whole vessel starts opening up. So, you know, and then I give clear teachings. I mean, this is like, this is like, this is a path that it has been passed on since centuries orally, but a lot has gone lost. And then a lot of women who teach the, you know, the women's way, they, a lot of them make it up as they go, but they, they, they're running on the surface, yeah? And that's fine. I mean, it's nice to take some more baths and to take care of yourself, and that's, but that's not the real... The real feminine way is like, as you already touch feeling it, is to actually hook you up to the source and allow yourself to be completely, become completely embodied with it. That requires some preparation of your own vessel, like your humanity, that you become more at ease and, and capable, you know, that you build capacities. So I teach... I got, you know, clear practices and the teachings of the feminine way, but then also help people, the women to come into the direct experience of it. So it goes down from the concept right into your hands. You, you, you sense it like you, you are touched home. You brought home and home that we know deep down, we know this home. And we long for it. And at the same time, we long for actually being able to live in that as her. In a way, I don't think about the feminine, although I am in a female body, because the way it comes to me, the message has come, is that everything is life, is the source, its essence, and whatever we are, it holds everything. So it really resembles the feminine because holding, nurturing, uh, unconditional love, it really, really resembles the feminine wisdom that you speak of. The only thing, like for me, that's a, 
a challenge still is that fear that you spoke of earlier yes. of speaking the truth, of really listening to our emotions and taking inspired actions and uh, saying what we have to say to people around us that are not in alignment mm-hmm. with these energies. So that's mm-hmm. my challenge. Valerie, you speak to the same fear that every woman I've worked with has that I also encountered because in the past we were burned at the stake for that voice of our soul. We we actually, this has been going on for, and we have this encoded in us like centuries of that. Don't speak her voice. And there is this fear that you have to meet it of saying, okay, I let myself tremble because courage is grows only step by step. It's not something that you all of a sudden have. It's more like, okay, here's a situation and I can I'm afraid to speak my deeper truth. So I'm shaking. I feel insecure. You let yourself feel that. And at the same time, you may need to shake. And at the same time, there is a deeper commitment to say, I I allow allows the word, my voice to come forth, even when I'm shaking, even when I'm afraid, and to name, okay, to, you know, to people, to practice it a little bit with people that you might trust, that you trust, and you say, hey, I'm shaking, I feel afraid to say what I really want to say, to be transparent with it, and stay with that, and Go venture forward anyways. So it is going beyond fear, transcending fear, because what we have inside, yeah, it's more. I mean, it's the truth. It can't be stopped. So here's here's something. This is a very male approach that we transcend the fear. Mm. Don't, don't do that. Because what you're going to do is you, you're trying to castrate yourself with that. You're trying to cut yourself off. What you do is you, what I teach the women always is like, feel the fear and notice the life energy of the fear in your body. So you harness the life because there is like, there's an intensity with fear. And when you open yourself and let yourself feel the fear, what starts happening, it starts moving through your body. It gets more liberated. It moves through And in that moment, you do have more power. So in the fear is actually suppressed life energy. Right. Makes sense. So we want to go through. Not go beyond. No, no, no. Right. This is the male approach. Exactly. And people trying that. And you know what? Years later, you still have the fear. Yeah. Mm, True. And then, of course, and then you bring the mothering in, you know, the mother who says like to the child inside, I'm here. You can you can shake and I'm here for you. That resonates true. And it seems like I have done some of this work, but it's interesting how you said so true. It's um, courage. It's something that we take step by step. It doesn't come in one piece, right? And then we do it all. It doesn't really work that way. This is, this doesn't work that way. I have noticed, you know, the courage, and, and especially for us women, you know, you can't have overnight courage. It's not possible. 
I mean, imagine, you know, just a century ago, they just burned burned any any woman at the stake who who was like speaking in a more wilder way or more truthful way. And well, of course, you're going to have fear. Of course, you tremble. And then you put your hand on your belly and actually tend to that fear also in a in a loving way, but in a conscious way, saying, hey, I'm here. Now, we're not being murdered, and I allow myself to feel it, and I speak it now in a, you know, maybe in a safe environment where for the first time you try it out. How is it? And then the courage grows. So it is um, the practice, right, Nicola? It's a practice. It really, yeah. yeah, it really is a practice. I love the way you write. I have uh, that article. It's really beautiful. It's um, you are a poet, right, Nicola? To I, I am. Them. I'm a writer. I'm a poet. I love. Thank you. It's beautiful the way you write. When I started reading, that's what I thought. This is poetry. <laughs> it's definitely Aww. poetry. There are some passages here that caught my attention where you say, maybe that is what salvation really means to come truly alive, and this is the feminine way of awakening enlivenment. She calls us to walk into the real union of divine and human. That's just a passage there, beautifully written. And then you say, we are as frightened of her as we are of love itself. That was powerful too, because by pushing away the feminine wisdom, then we are also pushing away love, because it's the giving and receiving dynamic and that resonated so true with me. Mm, thank Do you want to elaborate a little bit more on that, Nicola? I'd love to. Thank you. And what you just said about the word, I actually, when I, I kept hearing enlightenment, that's the masculine. But what I could really, the truth of the feminine way is not enlightenment, is enlivenment. And this sense of like, yeah, this fear of the true love, of the fire of love that is not just in our, you know, imaginations or a little bit of a glimpse in our heart. It's also deep in our belly. And I think from that, the true power of it is the same as the, she is the love that, and it makes us vulnerable as women, especially to strip a bit more naked and let her let her fill you, let her capture you, let her take you. And um, I think that's where what is fear is it's the same same story. And I think as we support each other and we get pro good teachings how to, and that way she is being liberated and therefore all beings get liberated. The more you talk about it, the more I see that we women have adopted this way of thinking that's very understanding spirituality in our own selves as from the masculine point of view. Very much. Right? Been trying to transcend yeah. everything, the body, yeah. our own feelings, our needs. Yes. Love everyone, give ourselves to. Love and light and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then we ended up really feeling like something is still missing, that we are not completed. And it has been my experience too. What a wonderful message. I absolutely love your message. And another 
question I wanted to ask is, how do you meet your clients in person, online, you host retreats? Yeah, I mean, let me say one one backup before we go into that question. Um, just the other way, if we as women practice the masculine-oriented spiritual way, we disconnect further and we will suffer further. So I, for women, this is absolutely crucial to go the descent and therefore you find the love you're looking for instead of floating on the surface and in the head. So, yeah, so I just, I just feel, you know, the passion about it because I see the enormous difference it makes with the women I work with. And so to answer your question, I mainly work now um, just with groups and I teach online, I teach courses online, I hold retreats all around the world, um, has been a bit more difficult during the pandemic. And and do also, I'm going to offer a training for women who guide other women um, on that deeper feminine way. And then I mainly only give private sessions to those who actually guide others um, these days. So, yeah. We did this for so long, it seems to me, because of survival, right, Nicola? Yes. In order to survive. You're, you're absolutely right. We had to become the pleasing girl. We had to push our power down, our voice down in order to survive because, um, quite frankly, the masculine, the male is physically stronger. So we found our, you know, our way. And I think we need to honor that, how smart we were to, in order to survive. But now is the time that we can shift this whole paradigm and upheave the ancient knowing that is in our being already encoded right there. Do you also kind of work with that idea? Yeah. You yeah, do. I work also with men and women in in trainings and retreats with that because we need to also step into actually being able to engage with each other in a more balanced and healthy way because the male and, and inside of us too because the masculine and the feminine needs to learn to support her rather than push her down. So there is definitely, definitely ways and... I think um, it's important, yeah. Dancing that dance of both, right, of, of yes. these two energies coming together in harmony. Yeah. Yes, to come into you. We're almost at the end, and I wanted to uh, read another passage in the piece that you, you wrote. It's beautiful. It says, let her take the lead in your life. She will take you and rise you into who you really are. She will give you the courage to stand up and act in benefit to all in your labor of love. Yes. I love that inclusion when you say here, in the benefit to all. Yes. That resonates so true <laughs> to me. 
I feel if uh, this this is yeah, she includes all in benefit to all. Yes, right. That's, it's it's not just one sided. Yeah. Although she could really dance that dance, <laughs> the feminine side. But yeah, I love the the inclusion, the uh, integration of everything. Thank so you. thank you, Nicole. I love your work. I love your intention. Thank you. I love the way you are open to life. It can be felt. That openness can be felt. It's the most beautiful thing. Thank you so much. Oh, and thank you very much, Valeria. What is another phrase that could replace true power? We could say it is um, enlivenment, you know. It's difficult to translate it, but it's also connected to source. You know, it's the life power, life power, I would call it. Yeah, life power. I love the way you said that earlier. It kind of caught my attention. Mm -hmm. The male idea, enlightenment, and then the female concept being enlightenment, uh, embodiment. And also relational. I see. It's very relational, the feminine way. Mm. Yes, a billion times to that, the communities, yeah coming together, all of us coming together and supporting each other because that's what life is doing, isn't it? In yeah. its essence, it's very supportive of itself. Yeah, and she is always in relation. Women from the ancient times, we sat in a tent together and there was the grandmother and there was the mother and there was the baby and it was like always in a circle. And I think we had to, our true survival which we can go back towards to look at that, our true survival was actually because we were in relationship with and the animals and the plants. So this, we can start to value that because and to, when we begin, in my experience is like when we begin to value the feminine more and her way, the door, the doors, the veils drop and the doors begin to open for us. One of the things that came to mind that really uh, disrupts me, as an example, when somebody throws like a piece of garbage out of the window, like the car mm -hmm. on the street, mm -hmm. that kind of hurts me. And I yep. never understood why exactly. I feel sad mm -hmm. every time I see it. Mm -hmm. yep. That might the be the relationship, right, the environment, because it doesn't make sense to do that. No, it, and that's her. If we, if we take it her and your anger, in your anger is actually power. So you can get angry about things that are actually off. They're off because it's like a violation. It's like somebody is like actually, you know, betraying her, throwing garbage on your body, on the earth's body. And there is a rightfulness, there's a, there's a roar inside that we often suppress that is actually good and healthy because it comes from life and saying, do not dishonor me, do not throw the trash on me. That's interesting. I, I didn't interpret that way, but that makes sense. And that's what I feel. The body just, um, it responds to it in an interesting way. It know you know you know and you feel it and of course there's tears. Yeah. There's yeah. Also I mean, this is her. This is the heart of life singing through you. Right. I love the way you say that. It's very poetic, like music. Yeah. And also relationships with other humans. When I see the lack of tolerance mm -hmm. and discrimination. In all the pushing away and the, the lack of understanding, the judgment, all that gets me sad. 
not upset, yeah. not angry, but I become sad. And then there's crying, mm-hmm. there's all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's her, it's her tears. It is, it is, there is, so this path also leads you to being real. Yeah. And it's like, how could you not be sad when you see that? Right. Yes. But of course, you also feel the joy of like, you know, when people get along or when you hear a song of a bird. (laughs) Yeah. It's both. And, this is actually the liberation to live completely embodied like that. Mm. And there is then no more fear of like, oh, if I feel this, I shouldn't feel this. No, you just like, and there is also a sense of like, she's alive through you. Yeah. It's not mm. a distant goddess somewhere in the sky. It's right here. She's, she's weeping the tears of those who have been abused. Yes. And she's celebrating the birth of a baby. So there's something very organic in her way that feels at some point, you just feel more and more natural with that. And it feels like in sync, aligned. It seems to me like there's no, from this perspective, because it comes to me and that's the way I embody, per se, those energies. Even when it's the energies are very strong and I want to scream or something. It's mm-hmm. very graceful. It doesn't really go there, but it, it still speaks its truth. It doesn't have the need to force control mm-hmm. and to scream, to, to call people names mm-hmm. and all that. There's no need no. for that. No, no. It's a love. Yeah, it's like the more gracious you are, the more at ease you are, even when the scream wants to come through. You don't project it onto others, but there is... There is definitely in every woman a hidden roar, a suppressed roar that needs to come forth for her to liberate herself. Yeah, so that's like a stage that's when uh, we are still kind of yes. walking on our way through, right? On the path. Yes, yes. yes. When we still, and once you liberate that, then it becomes more like, okay, so here's tears and there's a, there's a fury or there's a fire and then it moves you into action. Okay, so you're not going to sit there and weep the rest of your life of the tragedy of the earth. You see, okay, so where is it actually, where am I moved to make a difference, or am I moved to actually render something sacred? Like, oh well, maybe I just pick up the trash then. So that it's like it's it's an organic movement that when your vessel is like, yeah, it just starts rendering everything sacred and and going into action where you feel called. Yeah, yeah, doing what we do. From that place, the inspirational place. The connected place. Yes. Very connected and love from that love. It comes from love then, you know, and yeah, and then you become, my experience is you become more and more fearless because you're not, what are you to fear anymore? Uh, yeah, so true. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what can I say? Just, <laughs> and sometimes yeah. you just you just speak your voice and it bursts forth, and and then it surprises you as well. <laughs> and yeah. yet, it is. It turns out to be of great benefit, and you don't need to put all the rose color, you know, things on top. It's like it's raw, it's real, and it turns out, wow, this just gave benefit to another here. Right. 
because that's what we, we call transmission, right? Passing on the yes. message in an embodied way, yes. not just saying yeah. it. My last question is, what do you love most about being in a human body, in a female body? <laughs> oh, you know, I love, I love my breasts. I love that I have breasts and I love that I... That I have like, you know, roundness. I mean, I'm still, I'm pretty small and I'm not big, but I still love the curve. I love the curves and I love my senses and I love having long hair. You know, it's kind of like, but I also, I also sense, you know, I feel this connectedness with so many beings and I just love feeling it in my body, you know. And before we say goodbye, I wanted to thank you again for your presence in this reality, in your own way. And it's just beautiful the way you're open to life. It's graceful. It's, uh, it's divine. It's really, really beautiful. That kind of beauty. Uh, not an elevated beauty, but just real. It's the most beautiful thing. Authentic, real. It's present. Very present. Thank oh. you so much. Thank you so much, Valeria. Really appreciate you. Where can we find more information about you, your writings, your services, products, and future projects? The main place is my website, nicolaamadora.com. Thank you so much again, Nicola, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Dr. Nicola Amadora and her work, please visit nicolaamadora.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org/podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now. <laughs>